0: live
1: (sighs) hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the tip balls podcast today is monday january 29th 2024 and um some of us are down bad i'm not sure if all of us are down bad but some of us are for sure down bad today my name is michael palazzolo my friends call me zolo to my right is the one and only uncle sam hello and then to my left on the ones and twos, Bruce the Tugboat Venditti. How you doing? His real name's Augustino, in case anyone's wondered. <laughs> and then uh, last but not least, still live from Marco Island, Florida, we have the true host of the show, the one and only Samuel Randazzo. Hello. Um, what do we say we jump right in? Both feet. Any luck on the chat?
2: I mean, fuck. Yeah, why don't we have a live chat? This is going to be a tough one today.
0: I got a feeling this is going to be a uh, this is going to be a pretty grueling show.
1: I hope if Dark you- Lumen doesn't think that we that we're ducking him because we have no chat right now.
2: Yeah, why isn't the chat working? He's working on it
1: as we speak. So. I don't know where to start. I know you guys are gonna have all have a lot to say. I know where Uncle Sam. I haven't talked to Uncle Sam. I know where Uncle Sam's head's gonna be on this. Sam and I talked for a second last night. I know where his head is on this. I want to hear what I you have to say.
0: You. I read your bio. I agree with you. Yeah. Pretty much. Yep.
1: Um, I want you guys to go first. I'm not gonna do five things. Um. I I kind of want to eulogize the entire season and 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 give a little synopsis going into the off season and where things stand going into next year. Um, that's I don't want to say it's as heartbreaking as it gets because we've had some pretty big heartbreaks and I feel like I I have good comparisons for this team, but I was with people who were in tears last night. I was with people who were crying. Um, I cried for the wins. I did not cry last night because I had a different feeling. Of course, it hurts to come that far and have what? I think it was the second biggest lead ever. Um, I think it was the second biggest lead ever in any championship game. And teams were, it's the first team to come back from a 14-point deficit at halftime in, in, a, in a championship game and come back and win. So it's a true choke job. And a, and a lot go, to choke it's that bad. Period. To, for for a choke job to happen that bad, a lot has to go into it. A lot of things have to go wrong, and it was it's Murphy's law. Everything that can happen will, um, everything that can will go wrong, and that, and that's how it went. And um, uh, before we get into the uh, to the debates, is there any observations you had about the game that you want to share? Is there anything that one way or another, good, bad?
2: And they came out. They came out physical. And they they outplayed. They outplayed them for two quarters. And then they go into the half and they forget how to play football like they do in every fucking game that they come out of going into the third quarter. And um, I, it was just a cattlecade of bullshit. You know? I, I mean, I'm, I'm not, you. listen, I'm not going to get on Dan Campbell. I'm not going to get on fucking Aaron Glenn. I'm not even going to get on Ben Johnson, dude, because that was a collaborative effort of, garbage the second half of that game
1: is all around and if and if you want to blame i want to hear uh, you guys can lay into me on the field goals all you want we'll get into that no i'm i'm not going to do that with the field goals i'm going to defend it the other way but if you want to lay into dan campbell for not having his team prepared coming out of the second half knowing Knowing that you have had bad showings in the third quarter, in what what did they had played nineteen games at that point? That was their twentieth game of the season yesterday. Knowing that you've had bad showings in the third quarter and seventeen out of the nineteen games that you played, um, you know that's that's if you want to blame Dan Campbell for something, blame him for that. Blame him for the fact that they couldn't get their head on straight uh, going into the third
2: quarter. I, you know what? I, I listen. It was a collaboration of just fucked up plays and uh, plays were out there to be made and uh, they didn't make them.
0: Yeah. Listen, for the,
2: for the most part, you let, uh, you let a quarterback run around there looking like fucking Steve young, that, that nobody was accounting for him. And and that just, you know, I, I mean, I, I don't know what to say about that. That That's listen. It's on the players, dude. You come out with that intensity. You put toward an effort, in that first half like that. Then in the second half, you just shit just didn't go their way. And when it fucking when it started to go bad, it just tumbled out of control. they couldn't get they couldn't get out of their own way. But, Nothing that the 49ers did to win that. They did everything the the Lions fucking gave that away. Yeah with that effort. They gave that away. And I I, I don't I, I'm not gonna sit here and blame Dan Campbell on should he have kicked a field goal? Should he have done that? That's just bullshit, dude. He is what he is. He is what he is. Thank you for saying that. And and it just, you know what? They had a good fucking year. They played a team that should have blew them out, and they didn't show up for the fucking first half. It doesn't matter. They're going to get their asshole punched by Kansas City. So, oh, God. What's that? Dude, if you don't think. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I think they're going to get their assholes punched by Kansas City. Listen, ain't nobody beating Patty Mahomes.
1: Go ahead, Sam. Don't don't focus on the Kansas City comments. We have two weeks to talk about that game.
2: Go
0: ahead. All right, number one. I I get it. I get nobody wants to put the blame on Dan Campbell here. I'm going to put the blame on Dan Campbell, all right? I get it. You got there by being gambling Dan, riverboat Dan. Hit me with an 18. I get it. But... You have a it's different. The first one, I have no issue with it. Go for it. Have at it. Try and get something done. The second one, you have an opportunity to tie the football game. All right. Momentum had completely shifted. Right. You ran rough shot through the first half of that game. The momentum had completely shifted away from you. You tied the football game. That's it. I get it. Go for it on fourth down. We're going to be aggressive. We're going to bite kneecaps. It didn't work the first time. And that's fine. I hold no grudges about the first time they went for it. But the second time, when you have the opportunity, when you have lost momentum, this team is steamrolling you and coming back at a rapid rate, you have to tie the football game. You would have regained some sort of composure at that point. Because at that point the 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 build, the uh, the drop had, the miraculous catch by AU had happened the fumble had happened you tied the football game and you you try and calm things down because going in going into that last drive down three versus going into the last drive or excuse me going into that last drive down ten versus going in down seven you have a whole different ball game there I just for the life of me. I get it. You've made your money this season and got to the point you were doing that. But this isn't Week Six anymore. You're not playing the Vikings, all right? No,
2: but they you have. To they, they. did that shit both of the other games, same fucking way, dude. He coached the same way in the other two playoff games that they that they won. Well, that doesn't and mean it, it was right. on the gambles that, that they won mean those it was games. Right.
1: Can I ask you a question? But it wasn't on the gamble that they won those games. Yeah, it, it was, wasn't yeah. on the gamble. It was him
2: going for it uh, all years would put them in a the position where they were in. Can
1: I ask you a question? I don't. I don't want to bet. I debate. get it, but you need to know. You need to know where you're
0: at. It, it's you. It's to tie the game. It's a whole different story in any other situation, but to tie the game and regain some of that composure that they had completely lost was essential at that moment. And they they have five, a bad call. They had five, five possessions in
2: the call. second half. Five, and one and yeah, of them was a fumble. Correct, and they okay, didn't so get any Okay, so that puts done. you at four possessions. Right, and they they
0: didn't went get three and out. Done. So why?
1: Yeah,
2: it is what it is, dude.
1: Is there any? Is it, there any part of you? Is there any part of you that thinks that he didn't kick because he didn't think his kicker was capable of the kick? As opposed to, he didn't kick because he's gambling. Dan Campbell and he wants to get the three. He wants to get the three yards because he know he can get it. Is there any part of you that didn't that thinks that Dan Campbell didn't believe that Michael Badgley could make the kick? No, there's not.
2: Josh there's not. Reynolds catches that they, ball, that we're not even talking about. We're
1: not even having the conversation. Yeah.
2: yeah we're not even I'm having this conversation. conversation if he didn't drop the ball.
1: So, so he dropped I'm, the ball twice. I'm with your I'm with your sentiments. The first one, it's not it's not even up for debate. It was the right decision. You had a chance over. to step on a, a, a team's net. The game's over. The game is over probably if Josh Reynolds catches that ball. Um mm-hmm. it is. And and um in a a few other instances as well the game's over. I'll get to all of them. But the game's probably over in the first one. No problem with it. Great play call. Ball could have been a little bit better from Jared Goff, but regardless, it was in Reynolds' hands, and he didn't catch it. The second one, the second one was a little bit further out. We had seen Jake Moody just do the same thing in the first half. One of the biggest momentum shifts in the first half is the Lions are up 7-0, and Jake Moody misses a kick, 30 yards. They get the ball almost at midfield, and then they storm down the field again to take a 14-0 lead. So is there any part of you that thought, he thinks Michael Badgley's going to miss this kick. That's why he's going for it. That's why he doesn't want to turn the ball over at midfield because he'd rather his offense be the one, leave it in his offense's hands. The best One of the best offenses in the league, a top three offense in the league, he'd rather leave it in their hands to get the job done and not put it on the, the heels of his kicker in a high-pressure game where we already have a kicker that's missing kicks in this game. There's no party that thinks that he didn't think Badgley was going to make the kick. I don't. Because here's the thing. If, if
0: he didn't have faith in the fact that Badgley was going to make that kick, then Badgley shouldn't have been on that football team, period, period. That's where your kicker needs to make his money. That's the one point where the kicker needs to make his money. And the other thing is the game had already unraveled to a point for me where it, you have to, you've got to change something up. You've got to do something differently to try and slow this onslaught that you're getting hit with down. And I just think if you would have tied the game there, it would have put a tourniquet on what was going on at that point. Because the game had completely gotten out of sorts for them at that point. Nothing was going their way. Nothing was going right. the crowd got into
2: that game, they were Russia. in trouble. It was a different ball game.
1: And they let the crowd into the
2: they game. They let the crowd get into that game. It was a different ball game from They there. let
1: Dark Lumen get back into the game. What's that? They let Dark Lumen get back into the Whatever.
2: game. He sucks dick too. But uh, you know what? It is what it is. Listen, the talent level was shown in the second half of that game.
1: This, this is, this is. Can this I tell is, you something? Yeah. Less the talent level and more the experience was shown well, in the second half of the game.
2: Kind of, kind of. though, I would say a the little bit of both. Two,
1: the talent level, a little bit two, of both, dude. But the experience is what showed. You know, it's, like, it's it's tough dude you said it on Friday sam where I think that Kyle shanahan it's Kyle shanahan he's going to choke the game away I think if Kyle shanahan hadn't had the 28 to 3 experience and hadn't had the 2000 super or the the 2020 Super Bowl experience choking it away and hadn't had choking against Lannapy. the rams in 2021 I think if Kyle shanahan didn't have all of those experiences put together they wouldn't have won that game either. I don't think they would have won that game Because Kyle Shanahan. Go ahead.
0: Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. no, Go ahead,
1: go ahead, go ahead. I'll go at the end. I have a lot of stuff to say.
0: I think Ben Johnson lost his Washington job yesterday. Why? Because for the life of me, I, I was sitting here and I was going back and forth on this today. The play calling in the second half of that football game. Okay. If you're going to go for it on those fourth downs, oh, all right? Shit. David Montgomery was gashing that defense the whole first half, gashing them. All right, when you when you are up that much, why are you trying to re- They came out of the half and tried to reinvent the wheel. A little too much for me. Keep feeding the Montgomery averaged six and a half yards per carry. All right. And his longest run of the day was 16 yards. So it's not like he had an 80 yard run to, you know, to skew things. He was getting four and five and six yards per carry. If you have a guy who's on that kind of heater and he had that kind of momentum, why are you not utilizing him
2: in those fourth down so situations? Sam, you're just beating a dead horse here. This is what they did. All no, the we're trying to year. talk about the game. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying yeah. to break down the game. Yeah, well, this is what I'm talking about. This is the what's been going on for the last fucking 10 weeks. And every time I brought it up, everybody fucking shrugged me off. He does the same thing every fucking game, every fucking week for the last 10 weeks. David Montgomery disappears in the second half.
0: Don't understand it for the life of me. Could not fathom.
1: I can explain Why it baby? to you guys right now, the David Montgomery disappearing thing. I've been saying it all year. It's it's adjustments. It's in-game adjustments. And the Lions always run the ball well in the first half. You know what that means? The opposing defense is going to stack the box. How do you put, know that?
2: How do you know that? They, don't even, it. It. they it, don't even attempt
1: it. Because usually. They don't even attempt it. And it happened yesterday. The first, what happened their first offensive possession the second half yesterday?
2: It was a 3-0. and out.
1: It went 3 and out because they ran twice in a row and didn't get no, any yards no. both those times. They ran with who? It wasn't David Montgomery. It doesn't matter who it is. Uh, well, that's, that's my point. It doesn't matter who that's it is. That's my point. If
2: you're going to sit there and you're going to. You're you're gonna line up the ball. I, I loved what they did. I loved the fact that they brought, they they brought Dan Skipper in. They pushed Penny Sewell outside to, to play a tight end position, and they were fucking gashing them. And then they got a waiver. They stopped doing it. I'm like, what the fuck? Do it until they stop you. See, that's fucking ridiculous. These guys overthink it. All these coaches. Th- All these fucking offensive coordinators think they're the smartest guy in the fucking room when it's really fucking simple, dude. You put your pad on your best fucking team attribute is your offensive line. You fucking pound the ball straight ahead with a running back that actually knows how to run in between the tackles. Okay. That's not going to go down from the fucking first hit. This is a problem. They give up on this guy. They don't give him enough carries. You're giving him fucking ten to fifteen carries. He should be having twenty five to thirty carries a game. That game would have been over by the third quarter.
1: Another problem is one of the uh, part of the trajectory of the season changed when it's it started with Green Bay when they lost to Green Bay at home on Thanksgiving. The Packers' game plan is we're just going to attack the shit out of your corners, and in two games in a row, three out of four. Because they, it happened to Chicago after the Green Bay, and then it happened the week after that. Or I'm sorry, it happened to Chicago the week before Green Bay, and then it happened the week after that in Chicago. These teams were winning the toss and putting their offense on the field first, which the Lions weren't typically doing. The Lions would put their defense on the field. And because their corners and their defense were getting gashed early, the Lions were playing their way out of games early on because they didn't have leads, which led to them consistently, if they won the toss, they would receive. If the other team would defer, they would still try and receive no matter what because the Lions play better with leads. So what's happening is when you're in the second half, and this is part of the third quarter woes, when you're in the second half, if you're not starting with the ball, you're automatically down a possession. You automatically have one less possession. Whereas conversely, they're starting fast like yesterday because they're starting with the extra possession. So when your defense is more reliable and your secondary is not getting picked on, it puts you in position to maybe put your offense on the field to start the or your defense on the field to start the game. Therefore, in the second half, one way they can get over the second half woes is if they start with the ball and they get the extra possession. Now, credit to them. The defense did come out. It got gashed a little bit, but it only gave up a field goal at first. But Ben Johnson correct, never correct, correct. Ben Johnson never holds serve. It happened all year. I don't know when the last time they had a... I mean, maybe last week or against the... No, last week they had a touchdown in the third quarter, right? Or am I making yeah, that up? the first time all year. Very rarely did they have touchdowns in the third quarter. And I agree with you. They do overthink it. They do overthink the play calling. They would get to third and one or third and two from midfield to be get their first drive of the third quarter. And it would be a pass play instead of running the ball to try and get the yard and do it, doing what you're doing best. I agree that they have to do what they do best until they get stopped. And, I I mean, I thought they they were getting in trouble on the run with the run when there are a couple possessions in the second half. But that's still on Ben Johnson, and that's still on Dan Campbell. You need to find a way. I literally tweeted it at the, at the half. I go, listen, you've run the ball so well. You have 168 yards or something like that at the, the half. half. The in the first half. On and, the ground. the first half, and
2: you fucking abandoned it. And on the ground. Ab- they do it every—they've been doing it every week for the past fucking— 10 weeks. So adjust Same to the thing. adjustments.
1: You know they're going to adjust to you running the ball. Figure it out. Possibly. Get, some, get possibly. some quick slants open for Jared Goff so he knows he can avoid the pressure. They didn't do anything. that They went after Goff like crazy. Boza made a lot of money in the second half yesterday. He actually looked like the player that we know he is.
2: That's because you weren't running the ball at him. That's part that's of it. Probably,
1: that's exactly that's, why. That's part of it. So – if they're going to adjust to it, why don't you figure out ways to make sure you know they're going to start going after Goff? Ben Johnson, why don't you figure out ways to protect Goff if the pressure's coming? Doesn't why matter. don't you get he's Jared Goff ready? Out of here, dude. Fuck
2: him, dude. Fuck him. Sayonara, motherfucker. Because guess what? You fucking had him to adjust to anything all year. <laughs> Fuck you. I don't care. Anybody could say what they want. Ben Johnson, goodbye, sayonara, bitch. Because you don't know how to call a fucking game in the second half. You fucking got your head straight up your ass.
1: On the on the field goals, um, I'm I'm with I'm with you. I'm happy you agree with me. It sounds like you agree with me as well. Yep. Um, you can't take, and this applies to almost everyone that made an error yesterday, except for Kendall Vildor, maybe. <laughs> You cannot take the good and then not take the bad. You have to take the good and the bad. So if you want to laud Dan Campbell, Dan Brass Balls, Big Balls Campbell, for doing the fake punt against the Chiefs, for going for it on fourth down against the Chargers, for doing it again against the Rams two weeks ago, if you want to take all of that good, you have to take the bad when he doesn't convert. What you don't know is that he was 18 for 21 in opponent's territories going for it on fourth down this year. Every t- almost every time, that's a pretty 100%. high hit rate. Listen,
2: you, you want you want me to tell you the truth? The only call I didn't like about him with the field goal and at the half.
1: Oh, you thought at he the went end for of the touchdown. second quarter, I think you should have went for it. Hundred percent. You
2: got you got it four to 100%. two. Hundred percent. You got it four to two. Turn the ball. Turn around. Hand the ball off to Montgomery. That's and that's the take the, the points argument. Here, that's dude. the take the points that's, argument. Yeah, you go up by three scores there going into the half instead of two. Wait, wait a minute. And it didn't matter.
1: No. Yeah, left, but you're I think possibly, you left four points on the table at fourth and two. I think I think if you had run 17, the ball, fourteen. You had what's three the timeouts. If you had gone run, 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 and they got stuffed on one of the runs. If you had gone run, run, run instead of overthrowing Laporta in the end zone, if that's your play call, I mean, there's your there's four points out that you win the game if you have a twenty eight to seven lead at the half. That's the that's a major difference right there. So that's the counter, like it goes both ways. Like we women lie, men lie, never lie. I was just
2: shocked that he didn't go for it. I was like all right, here we are. It's fourth and two and a half, maybe three. And he's kind of fucking on the thing, looking at where the ball's at. And then he's like this. I'll bring the field goal team in. I was like, what the fuck, dude? Really? Come on. You're fucking, you're the guy. You're the guy. You just showed, you just showed your team that you're kind of a cunt. Instead of fucking pounding it into their ass and really putting your foot on their fucking back, you, you decided to kick a field goal to make it a three-possession game. It wouldn't have fucking mattered. There was no time left on the clock. If you don't make it, you're still up by 14, dude. You know what I'm saying? And, and guess what? Uh, all, all this bullshit, it, it, that team did not come out prepared the second half. I don't give a fuck. It, it was like they got complacent. They were like, this is kind of fucking easy. And that's on... That's on the guy who's running the fucking team. And you're allowed to blame Dan Campbell that. for that.
1: You, I, the field goal, I'll fight to the death on it. You are totally allowed to, to say that they lost because of coaching and that the team wasn't prepared in the second half, and that's on Dan Campbell. And that was a theme all year. That was a theme all year that they weren't ready. And, you know, you could blame Aaron Glenn. Oh, Aaron Glenn's defense no. gave up 27 – Trust me, Aaron Glenn's defense is Ben, but don't break. Again, if your offense isn't going to be on the field, that means your defense is going to be on the field. And they're going to be tired. And if they give up a touchdown, a long touchdown drive, and your running back fumbles the first play from scrimmage at the 25, that's a big hit to your fucking defense. That is what it is.
2: And that gets you just about to tie the
1: game. Yeah, and there should be emphasis on that. There should be emphasis. There were people, me included, like I, hundred percent. I was thinking, how am I going to get to Vegas? How am I going to make Las That's Vegas the worst, happen? The worst at choke the job
2: I've seen since the Falcons choked away a Super Bowl to the fucking Patriots.
1: There were there were people that that were that were overlooking and thought it was assumed over, but there were thirty minutes left to play. And Dan Campbell should have had an emphasis on that. There's 30 minutes left in this game. Make a fucking play. Because the reason the first half was so good is they were making plays on third and long. They were fucking going the extra mile. Jameson Williams on that on that uh, reverse. They were doing the extra, the extra things to make it happen. And then all of a sudden, it was just a domino effect of the exact opposite. It started with not converting the fourth down and nothing. They got zero football breaks from there. There was a fumble. There was Jamison Williams had a ball in his hand in the end zone that he dropped. Laporta had a timely drop on third down. What's his face? Uh, Josh Reynolds had another what, drop.
2: Some of that passes were shitty.
1: The punt. The, I, I mean, the punt. That one. Jack Fox had won, like arguably the best punt I've ever seen. It was an 80-yard fucking boom, and it rolled, and it made it to the one, and they somehow botched downing in at the one, and you gave them an extra 24 yards to work with to go forward and score again. It was just a perfect storm of everything going wrong, and at the end of the day, we could blame Dan Campbell all we want, but you 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 have to make in big games. You have to make plays. That's the reason the first half was what it was. They were making plays. They weren't making plays in the second half. They were too big for the moment. Or the moment was too big for them. Excuse me.
2: Listen, they they didn't have the experience. If you looked at the little graph that they put up there, the Detroit Lions have seven guys on their team that have any kind of playoff experience.
1: Seven. They didn't have the experience.
2: The 49ers had fucking 50 of them. I mean, come on, dude. It, it, you can't even... It's, it's just, it is what it is, dude. Listen, experience means a lot of shit. I know, I know people think... I start talking about teams that have experience, you know. Look at Kansas City. Kansas City's got more guys with playoff experience than any other team in this fucking race That's why it's hard to bet against that's
1: them. That's why it's hard to bet against them. That's
2: why it's hard to bet against them.
1: that's You
2: know, I, I mean, we could banter about this game all we want we we've seen what it is you've seen what it is they were exposed exposed and i'm not joking offensively they're 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 very good but defensively they're fucking awful they're awful defensively you don't have any kind of a linebacker core here and your corner your corners are second corners at best you don't have a lead corner and and when you got that kind of thing you're you're at a disadvantage so you got a defensive coordinator that's trying to scheme for this and trying to bring pressure from different angles just to just to stay in the ball game. So you can't fucking point the finger at at, at your defensive coordinator at all. Who I point the finger at, and, and I'm not trying to be a dick here, but the offensive coordinator, it's your job to get your fucking defense some rest. And to get them, and to get some momentum going in this game. You have a fucking top-tier offensive line, supposedly. You need to line the fucking football up and punch this team in the mouth. Because if you don't do that, then you got, you You guys made Brock Purdy look like fucking Steve Young yesterday. They they were fucking, nobody could tackle in the second half. What happened with that shit? Yeah, First half That's a was whole totally different. It on
1: its own. And then it all of a sudden,
2: out. everybody forgot how to play football. And and that's coaching. The bottom line is, it's coaching.
1: Sam, do you have anything to add about the game before I before I get into the prognosis and the and the eulogy? Do you have anything to add that you want to say that we just said a lot, and I'm sure you're you're bottled up over there.
0: Uh, I do. Uh, Number one, you know, you want to give you don't know. I mean, you have to give a ton of credit to Brock Purdy here, and that's a whole other argument. Uh, Brock already did look like Steve Young at moments yesterday.
2: It's I, a whole nother show in the second show. half.
1: It's a whole nother show.
2: Second half, the dog. That the first half, he was absolute dog shit. I
0: mean, I don't think he was absolute dog. shit. I do. He was, he
2: was missing shit. wide open receivers. Dog shit. dog shit.
0: You know, you guys think Lamar Jackson's the MVP? We're going to talk about missing wide open receivers, but that's well, a talk I, for you a few know. It, you
2: keep bantering um, on Lamar Jackson. He's still a that's a lot number better one. Than number those two, guys aren't at your mentioning.
0: Number two, the three worst grades on PPF. Yes, three of the five worst Ooh, grades.
1: I know who number one is, and I'm happy you're going to say it because he was fucking awful yesterday. Go ahead. Can awful. I say number one when you get to him? Go ahead. Number one. You get to number one. Leave number one for me. Number
0: five, Vildor. He's a free agent after this year. Let him go. He's got no place on this team. He got burned over and over again. He dropped the the the... Pick that would have ended the game bounces off your fucking face mask. I am sorry. Step up. Be ready for the fucking moment. Who hit the second lowest grade with a thirty six point one?
2: Cam Sutton. Well, what are you what are you grading here? I, I don't understand. What are you doing? It's here? Pro football You're, talk. You grade. stay
0: out of this because you
2: don't believe in grades.
1: Or pro football focus. Yeah.
2: Okay. The worst. Do you mean a company that's
1: ran by a bunch of English dudes? That don't even know our game. It's, that's a nice thing it, to put up. It there. translates, though. It translates. It's, it it's, it it's very accurate. Are you at number one? Can I say number one?
0: I'm at number one with a 33.
1: CJ Gardner Johnson. Awful. Who Awful. Got burned endlessly, who missed endlessly. tackles endlessly in the backfield, in in the in the secondary, he missed tackles. He had Ayuk and let him go on Ayuk's touchdown pass from the five. He was standing that right was, that there. Was a he play. talked endless that was a shit. Endless, shit. Going, endless back to, shit. going back to three months on Debo, he was waving with five minutes to go in the second half, and he played like shit yesterday. And really? Awful. Really? It was a tip ball against Baker Mayfield. He played like shit since he got back. We did not get our money's worth for C.J. Gardner-Johnson. We did right. not. And he right. was right. awful yesterday. Right. When he was he all year. He was there for the games that mattered, and he didn't stand out to me one iota. Including yesterday, the everybody biggest fucking game Everybody was excited to have
2: this guy here. Now everybody wants him gone.
1: I'm not that's, saying I that's want that's him unusual. gone. I'm saying he was fucking shit. I'm what? saying he was horrible. Yesterday, he was agent. very bad.
2: Well, why don't we talk about the what was really horrible— and the reason why those guys were left out hanging on a limb is that the defensive line was dog shit the second half of that disagree game. 100%. Maybe that had something to do with that. They couldn't get any yesterday. kind of fucking pressure. You got a fucking little fucking five foot ten quarterback that you can't even fucking tackle because you're you're laying. You didn't keep your fucking lanes, dude. Listen, it, it's all it's a collective thing, dude. You can't expect. You knew that these corners were not that great to begin with. Which means you're you're leaving them out on an island, because you're dropping all your fucking linebackers into the secondary, and and you're not bringing any kind of pressure to pressure this guy. And when you did, it was ineffective because you were bringing it from the wrong angles. And he killed you up the middle. He killed you up the middle of your defense, and you didn't have anybody there to fucking rectify that. And that that's a fucking issue. Because you got no linebackers on this team. High school Anzalone. Once Derek Barnes went out, it was fucking over. They looked like a complete different dog shit defense. Did anybody notice that or was it just me? Once Derek Barnes went out, they were not as effective as they were prior to him going out. Anzalone had a
0: pretty good game.
2: Now you talk about Malcolm Rodriguez's interception that fell in his lap. I get it, dude. Listen, he's a special teams guy. That's all he is. I keep hearing Jack Campbell, Jack Campbell. Jack. I don't see Jack Campbell. He, he's got fucking high school-itis because he's making fucking plays 30 yards downfield when he should be up at the line of scrimmage fucking thudding people. And it, it's just fucking ridiculous already, dude. It's ridiculous. They are not talented on defense, and until they really put a serious effort to fix that, the same thing's going to fucking happen next year.
1: Go ahead, Sam. Keep going.
2: Personally,
0: I didn't mind the linebacker play yesterday. I thought Campbell came in and, and filled in for Barnes. In I mean, Rodriguez came in and filled in for Barnes. I mean, obviously, you were missing him a little bit, but I didn't think that. I didn't think your linebacking core had an awful game yesterday. I thought Anzalone had a good game. If anything, if anything, they they got hung out to dry by the play calling because when they they changed up that defense. And they sat back and they stopped bringing pressure. And that's when that's when Purdy was able to run rough shot. I don't think your linebacking core is truly the issue here. It can obviously be improved. Like every aspect of the defense could be improved. But your corners were so bad. And your defensive coordinator allowed to they they gave Purdy time. In the second half, they came out with a completely different set in the first half, and they were giving, they stopped bringing that pressure, and it just, that's what allowed your corners to look as shitty as they did. I, I don't understand, I didn't understand it, but I didn't think that the core had that awful of a game, I personally. I mean, I thought Brian Branch had a great game outside of that, the rest of the secondary. You know, Brian Branch good. only
2: played half the defensive snaps yesterday?
0: Yeah, I don't Why understand that? that either. Yeah. I don't understand that either. Yeah. I, I mean... I don't think you could have asked for much more from your defensive front than what they gave you yesterday. It was just a consistent – Cam Sutton and Vildor got burned so many times. I was just – the one over the middle is burned into my brain, and Sutton was seven steps behind you. Seven steps behind. And it was all day long. Gardner Johnson, I don't care if they re-sign him or not. He's more of a noise. And doesn't didn't step up in the big game that, that they brought him there for. I, I don't know. I, I didn't I but I don't want to blame the linebacking court. I, I didn't think that they had an awful game.
2: They weren't good.
1: Um do we, do we want to get into things going forward? I'd love to. Talk to talk to some talk to excuse me, I'm having a stroke. Yesterday was tough. Talk everyone off the ledge. Can I talk everyone off the ledge for a second, Bruce?
0: Have at it. If at any point you want to go through a list of guys that are going to be free agents too, that would be awesome.
1: We have all of March to do that. Okay. So like I said, I was with people that were in tears because people looked at it as if we're never going to get back here. Because that's how 91 was. It's like, enjoy it because you might not ever get back. And then sure enough, it took another 33 years to get back. Um, I don't believe that. I think this team is set up for some crazy success for the next five years, maybe more. I think yesterday almost it, it happened for a reason. I think it needed to happen. I feel like yesterday needed to happen because you need to learn how to win in this league But you also need to learn how to lose, and more importantly, you need to learn how to correct the mistakes that made you lose. And if you don't have yesterday, you don't learn how to win in the big games when the time comes, if you don't know the blueprint for how yesterday went. So that's why the 49ers are what they are. They've spent three or four years since they were in the Super Bowl in 2020 Tampering and tinkering to get to this point to where they can get a team to go back to the Super Bowl. They didn't panic when they were down at the half 24-7. Of course, of course, I still think they backed into a win. And of course, they needed endless things to go wrong for the Lions in order to get the win. But the 49ers didn't panic. And they did everything they needed to do. And you can't take away any credit from Ayuk or Brock Purdy or uh, George Kittle or McCaffrey. They executed everything they needed to execute. Nick Boza, the linebackers, Warner had a monster second half. They did everything they needed to do to be in position. And the reason they did everything they needed to do is because they had been in the Lions position before, the position of choking games away. And they learned from it. And that's what I think this is for the Lions. I don't think this is 91. I don't think this is going to set the franchise back decades. The comparison, I have four really good comparisons, really good comparisons. The first one I can think of is the 07 Red Wings. They choked away a series against the Anaheim Ducks, a team who they were better than. And they made some mistakes down the stretch. I think they outscored them in the series, and they ended up losing the series in the Western Conference Finals. The Ducks went on to win the Cup in 07. Guess what? The Wings came back, won it in 08 with one of the best teams all time in the salary cap era, and then almost won it again in 09. They learned from 07 so they can rectify it in 08. The 03 Pistons. They came out of nowhere. It was, there was a slow build with the Rick Carlisle Pistons. Slow build, slow build, slow build. Then all of a sudden, they were good. They still didn't have Rashid at that point, but they were good and ready to compete. The 03 Pistons, they got swept by the Nets in the Eastern Conference Finals. Swept. They went back into the drawing board. They ended up getting Larry Brown. They acquired Sheed. Uh, they, I mean, they drafted Darko. It didn't really mean anything. But they did enough to get themselves in position to win in 04, and they shocked the world in 04 all because they learned from 2003. Another great example was the 2011 Tigers. Without getting their asses handed to them by the Texas Rangers for I think it was two straight years. No, at least one. They beat the Rangers in in, uh, in 11, I think. Regardless, the 2011 Tigers had to learn from losing to the back-to-back World Series runner-up Texas Rangers, and then they were able to turn it around. They got swept in 2012, but they had to learn from losing in 2011 in the ALCS from the Rangers to get back to 2012. My favorite example is a recent one. It's Michigan football. I think last night's loss for the Lions was akin to Michigan's loss against TCU two years ago, or a year ago. I think that's what it was. That's what I see it as in the equivalency scale. They were a team knocking on the door. It was a slow build to get there. All of a sudden, they were talented enough to compete, but the moment was too big for them. The moment was too big for the Lions yesterday, just like it was for Michigan in 2022. Well, I think that, when you take that young core, the pillars of this team, other than Jared Goff and Alexander Anzalone, the pillars of this team are all on rookie deals. They're all acquired over the last three years. Hell, four of your biggest contributors are Jameer Gibbs, Sam Laporta, um, Jack Campbell, and Brian Branch, and they're all rookies. And the guys last year, Hutchinson and Kirby Joseph, they're, it's only their second year in the league the year before that it's um, Amon Ross Saint Brown is one of the best receivers in the league it's year three for him Pinesul is the best tackle in the league he's only gonna get better it's year three for him okay the list goes on Aleem McNeil who was a fucking game wrecker yesterday year three for him all of those guys are gonna keep getting better you're gonna bring in another rookie class with the guy who I think is the best drafter in the league at the moment and Brad Holmes and you're going to get key contributors on day one, you have $61 million in cap space. None of the final four teams can say that. The team you played yesterday has 1.5 in cap space. The Chiefs are in the negative cap, and the Ravens are crunched against the cap because of Lamar's contract. Of course, you got to sign Jared Goff, and you got to give extensions to Sewell, St. Brown, McNeil, some of these other guys, but you have more cap space than a lot of teams in the league. You're a top-five team with salary cap. Guys are going to want to come play here. They're going to want to see what's going on. And they're going to want to be with Dan Campbell, okay? I think this is the start. I think this is only the beginning, and it's only going to go up from here. And you needed yesterday to learn how to do things going forward because you know damn well that. That all of those guys, that Sam Laporte is not going to drop that timely ball. If Josh Reynolds gets signed and comes back, and I really hope Josh Reynolds is back, that Josh Reynolds isn't going to choke the game away in the big moment, that JMO is not going to drop the ball in the end zone, that's all going to continue with a full off season of work. That bad taste in your mouth, you remember that for 54 weeks. This, the San Francisco 49ers that you lost to yesterday, they have been waiting for that opportunity longer than you have because they had a bad taste in their mouth over the last two years. Whether they want to make the excuse last year that they should have won if their quarterback didn't get injured or they want to make the excuse two years ago that they should have won against the Rams on the road. Regardless, they had been waiting for that longer than you and their offseason, their last two offseasons, were meant to retool to get to this point to where they can graduate and go to the Super Bowl. And now they're here. So you are the Niners next year. Dan Campbell said it perfectly. It's not going to be easy to get back. It's going to be a lot harder. Everyone's going to want to take a piece of you. You're going to have a harder schedule. But I know, like, if there's one person I trust to to correct this and learn from this going forward, similar to how he said we're going to use this as fuel when they were robbed against Dallas, I think Dan Campbell's going to use this as fuel. And going forward, you're going to see I I I'm going to book flights to New Orleans as soon as I can. March, whatever, when the flights open up, I'm going to book flights to New Orleans next year because that's where next year's Super Bowl is. And I guarantee you, remember this. Remember this right now. I told everyone I was with last night, remember this conversation because I truly believe the Lions are going to be in the Super the Superdome next year playing in the Superdome for the Super Bowl. I believe that with all my heart. And I think this is the beginning of something great. So it's not goodbye. It's that was fucking awesome. Let's see what you can do going forward. And I truly believe in my heart of hearts that this is all different. This whole team, this entire year, this special ride that we've been on all year has been different from day one. This isn't same old Lions. Did they make a lot of mistakes yesterday? Yeah, but this isn't same old Lions. They're for sure going to be back. You don't have to worry about it. Just like the Wings came back in 08 just like the Tigers came back to the World Series in 2012, just like Michigan football came back this year and won it all, just like the Pistons came back in 2004. I think the Lions, this incarnation of the Lions, is going to be back next year. I think they're going to have home field in that NFC championship game, and I think they're going to go on to the Super Bowl in New Orleans, and I think they're going to win it. I feel very good about it. I feel very confident about it. We've only just begun, and the best is yet to come. I promise you.
0: Fucking goddamn. Well said. Amen.
1: What happened in uh, Baltimore yesterday?
0: Yeah, let's move on. <clears throat> the Kansas City Chiefs are on their way back to another Super Bowl after beating the Baltimore Ravens 17-10. to And um, I know that neither of you will probably agree with me, but I will say... The only person that choked the game away harder than the Lions yesterday was none other than Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson. Who would like to start? Unless you guys want me to.
1: You go first and we'll fill in the gaps. Him and I have talked a lot today over here.
0: One, I thought the Chiefs defense played a very nice game yesterday. Best game they've played probably in two or three months. They took a good performance the week prior and capitalized on it and played an even better game yesterday and shut down a very potent offense. Um, Number two, the Ravens defense, which was touted as one of the best in the league. I didn't think they had an awful game, but they definitely didn't play to their potential. Obviously, they held Kansas City to nothing in the second half, and I thought that was good. But... I don't know if you guys remember a couple weeks on this show when we talked about MVP candidates, and I said that I thought Lamar Jackson was not only replaceable, but one of the more replaceable quarterbacks in the playoffs. And, you know, I was thinking about it. We give a lot of flack to Josh Allen for not winning the big game. And they showed us that yesterday. Lamar's 2-4 and in the playoffs, and every year he has a great defense, and Every year he's highly touted as this great running quarterback. and Usually he's not even playing other...
2: at this time of the year, though. The last two years, he hasn't even been playing at this time of the year because he's been hurt.
0: Well, he's been in the league for six seasons, and he's two and four in the playoffs.
2: Once again, the last two years, Hutley fucking finished the year out for him, remember?
0: He, as a starter, is two and four in the
2: playoffs. Okay, one more time, Hutley last year, and I I believe the prior year is they they were playing instead of Lamar. He hasn't been Either to a way. championship game since what? They lost to the Patriots. Am I wrong on that or no? Deflate Gate. Isn't that the last time he's actually been to an AFC championship game? Um
0: AFC championship game. That was the first AFC championship game it looks like he's ever played in.
1: That was Lamar's first AFC championship game. Huh? That was Lamar's first AFC championship.
2: Am I, am I right on that or no? But he hasn't they haven't been back there since then, no? That was his first AFC championship
1: game.
2: That's That's what I'm saying, but he's been hurt. He hasn't even played in in the AFC championship games prior to that. They didn't Because they were getting bounced out prior to that.
1: The last two years, he's been hurt. But they hadn't made another AFC championship game.
2: Correct, but this is why they brought in their new coordinator, was to make Lamar kind of seize the moment. Hey, the guy played great all year, okay? This is the shittiest game I've seen him play all year. Was fucking yesterday.
1: They just did this thing, like I, like I talked about it a long time ago. Um, they did this thing, all this cat and mouse game, where they played to their opponents. Like, yeah, they blew some teams out here and there. They blew the Lions out. Um, they did a number on the Forty Um There's, there, they, they did some damage here and there, but it, they were big game or games against lesser teams. Where they would choke it away. Like they they had a bad loss to the Browns. They had a bad loss to the Steelers. And those teams weren't really that good. I mean, the Browns were okay and it was in Cleveland, but they played this cat and mouse game all year. And when you're playing the Chiefs, you cannot play cat and mouse. And let me give you a cat and mouse moment. I think this is on coaching. I think this is on I don't know who they're off It was Tom Munkins, their offensive coordinator. Yeah. And were- and and John Harbaugh. I think this is on them. You're down 17 to 7. You're knocking on the door. You have the best kicker in football. Why are you telling him to force a throw into the into the end zone? Why are you doing that? That doesn't make well, any sense to me. Play for the points, run the ball, which is what you do well. If you get stopped, let Justin Tucker kick it, make it a one score game. Your defense did so, its they, job. They,
2: they, let's let's be honest. The Zay Flower fumble, that fucking crushed.
1: How about that. the Zay Flower that, penalty? That that
2: crushed. How about the and Zay the Flower penalty? penalty.
1: That puts it. them yeah. at the five. Yeah. You know? And then he, he, yeah. I mean, it's it's it was bad. Those are, I mean, the save, the, the fumble the fumbles tough because it's a tough plays. Yeah, the the turnover.
2: The listen, they're talking about removing that. They need to leave that the fuck alone. No, don't touch leave it. Leave it the way well, it is. Why
1: do anything to 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 go against the defense? Why would we not help the defenses?
2: I I just don't I don't get it. The defense has already got their fucking hands tied.
1: Sam, I don't think anything yesterday was indicative on just Lamar Jackson being asked. It's, oh, he he was
2: talk thing. shit yesterday. Yeah, he
1: was. that's that wasn't the only thing though. And and your defense, if you hold the Kansas City Chiefs to seventeen points, it should win, especially at home, especially when you have one of the better offenses in football. And Mark Andrews is back. I don't think it was it was just Lamar Jackson. I thought the play calling was brutal. Yeah, they didn't use likely. did he catch, ball. They didn't use likely enough. I don't think they used Lamar's legs enough, and I'm not trying to make excuses for Lamar. He was bad. He missed a lot of shit yesterday, and when he was on, his receivers weren't on. Um, Travis Kelsey caught 11 balls. the, the The story is the Chiefs. The story is the Chiefs, in my opinion. They, you know... What more can you say? They they show that they have the most experience out of any team in the playoffs right now. I don't think Mahomes was some crazy asshole yesterday, but he's going to always give you enough to win. Even when they lost games this year, did he look defeated? Yeah, but he wasn't the reason, you know, and Travis Kelsey's coming on at the right time. All of a sudden their defense now that it's healthier now that Bolton's back. I mean, they're they're playing a lot better than they have been. Chris Jones looked incredible yesterday. I thought Chris yeah. Jones really stood out yesterday. I don't know about you guys. You no, know, nobody's
2: talking about they, they. were playing without their best offensive line, yeah,
1: know. they were
2: and they were pretty fucking solid against. What's the, Joe Tooney's probably prognosis? the best defense in uh, playoffs was the Ravens. I thought they were. Sam, what's
1: Tooney's prognosis?
2: He'll be back, and back in time
1: for the Super Bowl. I mean, yeah, they didn't play with their yeah, best needs, offensive needs, lineman, and more they still weeks. play well. Oh. Yeah, this the, st- the story is the Chiefs and Uncle Sam's been right about this. I Credit to him; he's been yeah. saying it for a long time. Yeah. Playoffs um, go through. I F- don't City. think they were that good. I just think that no one wanted to grab the ring in the AFC, and the Chiefs are always going to be consistent, and and that's what they I were just yesterday.
2: Thought, uh, you know what? They that got lucky. Matters. They got lucky. They faced a Dolphins team that was decimated. Yeah.
1: Okay, the Bills, nobody's scared of the fucking Bills. The luck matters. The luck factors. You need luck to get this far. The 49ers played the two two luckiest games in a row. The 49ers backed into two wins, and here they are. They're in the Super Bowl. The Chiefs went into Baltimore. Like, you can't take any credit from them. The Chiefs went into Baltimore. Went into Buffalo. Went into Buffalo, too, and they won both of those games. People were saying, can Mahomes win on the road? I mean, at what point do we start having the conversation on Mahomes? What point do we start having the like? He's he's easily number two, right? Not even up for debate. Not even like we're not debating number that he's number two. What number two all time for quarterbacks?
2: I, I think he needs he needs a little more success here.
1: Who's number? What's three? he going for his third so Super who's Bowl? Number, who's number two for you, Peyton Manning? Well, I, I mean, I Young, I still think Peyton Manning. Montana, Montana, Manning. I think this dominance that Mahomes is on and how they've done it differently. Eli Manning. How they've done it differently every time. I think this dominance, it, it has to be accounted for. If he wins, like, come on. He's 20, what, 26, 27, and he'll be at three, and he'll have played in what? This is his fourth Super Bowl, right? Yeah. He's only got one loss? Yeah. I mean, fuck. Yeah. That's that's some shit. And then I I swear well, to Kyle God. Kyle
2: Shanahan should have beat him the first time, and he didn't. Yeah. He's going to get another shot at yeah. it,
1: so we'll see. If if that's the incarnation, you can't you can't hope for those kinds of mistakes out of the Chiefs when you play the Chiefs. That the Lions gave up yesterday. If that's the incarnation of the Niners that shows up against the Chiefs, they're not going to back into a win. The Niners have Zola, to play a Zola perfect was switching game. the
2: camera so nice. The last episode, you know, one of us would start talking. He'd actually put the fucking camera on. It was so nice.
0: Why am I going to do that if you're both talking at the same fucking time? Are we? Yeah.
2: Okay. Go ahead. I mean, Go ahead. Hey, Guess what? That's what happens.
1: You're the one that holds the goat meter over there in in Florida. Is Mahomes in that conversation yet? Is can he can he at least be number 2? Do you agree with me at or no?
0: I I would have Mahomes at 3 right now. Who's 2? Duncan.
1: Fuck the 49ers.
0: I agree. I mean, I don't love Montana as we know, but he's—he's.
2: He's, this is the thing. So, if we want to talk goats, right? a generation to... goat. I think he's better than Brady.
1: Skill-wise, skill skill-wise, absolutely. Skill wise sure. It's not—it's not even debating that.
2: <clears throat> I don't think there's a lot of guys you, you can say have his skill level right now. Montana didn't have it.
1: Mahomes
2: the only one close maybe is Manning that
1: edge that Brady played with that that incomparable competitive edge Mahomes is the only one in the ballpark with Brady and and I don't know if he'll ever pass Brady I don't think he, he ever will pass Brady in that regard that fucking edge and that feistiness but Mahomes is the only quarterback I've seen in that ballpark you know even Peyton Manning didn't have that Peyton Manning was the leader and did it on skill and and making the right throw at the right time, um, Brady just had this edge, and and I see yeah. it in Mahomes. Mahomes has willed them to get to this point. And reminds
2: me a lot of uh, Dan Marino was like that too. He would just make that play when it had to happen, and he would shoot it from anywhere on the field. He had that ability too, and I just don't I just don't think you see it no more.
1: Go ahead, Sam.
0: Yeah, for me, um, Tom Brady was the only one to create two dynasties. So um, he did it in two different dynasties with two completely different
1: teams. The Bucs were not um, a dynasty. No,
0: no, the second Patriots dynasty. Fair. Ten-year gap in there. And if Mahomes can, hypothetically, if Kelsey steps away and you know Andy Reid retires and you get a changing in the guard there, he can still do this. Then I would agree with you that Mahomes. Has a
2: shot for number one? Yeah, because he, if you look at Brady and his sur- first three Super Bowls, half those guys weren't even on the fucking team when he went into the second stint. They had revamped their whole team before they went on that second run.
1: The best half those Patriots uh, team, Welker
2: was gone, all them fucking guys were gone. The
1: best that. Patriot teams were the were the young Gronk, young Hernandez, Welker, and Mar- like that was the best Patriot team. The the zero seventeen or whatever it was, the zero The ones that didn't win. And they didn't win. That was their best team. That's the best team Brady ever had. I don't think they won the first three because of Tom Brady. In fact, if I remember correctly, three out of three of them ended with an Adam Venatieri field goal. You know, And I'm not saying Adam Venatieri was the MVP of the team. The second Patriots dynasty that you're referring to was Tom Brady. And it was all Tom Brady. It was willed by Tom Brady. He brought ragtag guys and, and par defenses to the Super Bowl, and he won.
2: Body bag of Gronkowski. Yeah, yeah. And, and he won because
1: of him, because of his competitive edge. Those first couple teams were pretty loaded defensively, yeah. and, and they and had some playmakers. In
2: the, in the second stint, the Seattle game, that was nothing that they did. It was more of what the Seattle didn't do. Um, the Atlanta game, they blew a fucking huge lead, just like the Lions did. So, you know what I'm saying? At the last three Super Bowls they had in New England were a little bit questionable, I would say.
1: I'm going to say something disgusting that's going to piss a lot of people off, by the way. This is going to piss a lot of people off. You ready? Good. I'm pulling for the Chiefs.
2: Why would it piss anybody off? If
1: everyone, you don't know this because you're not as connected as the young people and you're not what as big on social nobody media. Nobody wants the Chiefs. Nobody wants the Chiefs like, to nobody win. Right. They're one, they one they of the, the most hated makes. sports teams of all time right now at the moment.
2: Okay. I don't Actually, nobody don't wants the Super Bowl at all. No one wants. It. <laughs> they've, they've been a very good franchise the past fucking 30 years that I know of. They've always been
1: very good. I think they should be rewarded for this run. And I well, think if they I, play well I mean, enough, I,
2: they're gonna have they're gonna have one they've actually worked for. Like,
1: no, they've worked trawled, for all of them. They've worked for all of them
2: from, from behind. Yeah, listen, going on the road in the playoffs and and pulling out fucking two wins in two tough places is not easy. No, especially in Buffalo, especially in Miami in a fucking monsoon. I I mean, I I don't I don't know. Listen, if you if you really sit back and you think about it if detroit would have won that fucking dallas game like they should have the 49ers would have had to come to fucking detroit and i guarantee you that outcome would have been different
1: i don't disagree with the old man (laughs) that's
2: what do you think of that put that in your fucking pipe and smoke it lumen
1: (laughs) bro e40 wasn't even at the game yesterday e40's from oakland He's not a Niners fan. He's probably a Raiders fan. If you
2: know who E-40 is, he's not old enough to fucking Sam, know I, what I know.
1: I know we've basically cut you out of the show, but please speak up. We need to know you're there. Don't worry. I'm still present. Do you hate what we're saying?
0: Despise it wholeheartedly, but I'm scared to talk because my uncle just shoot me down and cut me off again so. Dun-
1: that's exactly what i'm going to do under your
0: head who would you want you
1: have to pick someone who would you rather win the chiefs or the oh Niners? san
0: francisco without question Ugh. i yeah,
1: want i want to watch mahomes because he has
0: i want to watch brownies mahomes lead out on the field
1: what do you that's hate about I mahomes i don't
0: understand i it. fucking hate him i can't stand him i couldn't stand a little fucking Stunt he pulled on Justin Tucker, one of the games. Yeah.
1: Respected players. What was Justin that about? Apparently, Justin was he just that. that to every team is what I saw. Yeah, they, they were only doing mm-hmm. that. They, Mahomes and Kelsey were doing that for a reason. They didn't just come out and say, we're going to fuck with Justin Tucker during warmups today. There was a reason that it's they a did tactic that.
0: tactic from Justin Tucker, and it's bullshit. And the Chiefs were the only ones to actually do something about it rather than just let it happen. Bruce, I think we could hear you better if you took Mike Dana out of your mouth. But anyways, listen. Get Purdy out of, get out of your fact, mouth and then maybe that'll the fact, the fact that you guys actually want to push this Chiefs, Taylor Swift, uh, Travis Kelsey fucking narrative. Swift, Uncle Sam, you crazy, of all people. Dude. Because the one thing that I hated about watching the games yesterday was if the Lions would have won that, the Lions wouldn't have been the story. Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey are still the story. She
1: might not make the game, brother.
0: They already calculated it. I was watching the video today. So if she leaves immediately after the concert in Tokyo, she'll be in Vegas by 3.30 p.m.
1: Hey, that's what I thought. I thought if I left by a certain time, I'd be in Houston by 4 p.m.
0: Yeah, but it's Taylor Swift. The the PJ won't divert and the NFL will get exactly what they want, and the Chiefs will win, and Travis Kelsey will drop down to one knee after he wins his last Super Bowl and propose to Taylor Swift on midfield. And then finally, we won't have to watch this circus again next year.
1: I I wish I can agree with you on the narrative, but it's not it's not Taylor Swift's fault that Travis Kelsey has over 100 yards in all three games, and he had two touchdowns. Do have two touchdowns yesterday or one? One. It's not Travis or Taylor Swift's fault that Kelsey's fucking balling right now, you know. Yeah, she's gonna show up to games because she was the biggest pop star. She's she's literally one of the biggest musicians of all time. How how, how, how is
2: how is that, dude? How is she such a big pop star? She's dog shit. Her her music, all right. It's people, fucking
1: it's a joke, dude. People love her music. and Whatever, her. she's a
2: fucking inspired. joke. Flat ass, flat titty. Fucking, uh, you know what? <laughs> I I've seen pictures of Travis Kelsey's. Ex girlfriend, she's fucking smoking, and for to go from that to Taylor Swift, you know what that is? It's a fucking money grab. So guess what? He better sign his little fucking thirty mil- billion dollar prenup and and get it while he can get it now. Because after his fucking after this Super Bowl, he's planning on retiring. He better fucking marry her now. He better marry her now. Because if not, that fucker will die broke. She's she's a billionaire. So I don't think he has to worry about dying bro. They broke up. He'd be taking her money. He
0: ain't shit.
2: That's what I just said. He fucking doesn't marry her. He's done. You
1: know? Dark Lumen says, ha ha, she is flat. This is true.
2: She's flat. Her ass is flat. She got no titties, okay? Let's be honest, okay?
1: She got bird titties. Dark Human says, mid, good music to cry to, though.
0: Anyways, I
1: I hope that San
0: Francisco absolutely destroys them. Absolutely fucking annihilates them. I hate the Chiefs. I still think the Chiefs had the easiest road to the fucking Super Bowl. They played a destroyed Miami team. They played Josh Allen, who was a choke artist. And they played the biggest choke artist of all time. One of the most overrated quarterbacks in the league right now. Who, we talk about the moment being too big. The moment was too big for Lamar yesterday. He fucking choked. He was panicked the whole game. Couldn't get any. He had no fucking pocket presence whatsoever. He was the reason why they lost. At the end of the day, the Chiefs, to
1: me, made uh, it
0: here with the easiest path out of ever. Your broken Miami
1: team couldn't go into Buffalo and beat Josh Allen. Hold on. The Chiefs had the second easiest path. The 49ers had the easiest path because they required two teams to choke in order to get in. Tell me I'm wrong. I can't disagree with you there. Thank can't you. Disagree. Thank you.
2: And as far as, as far as the Ravens go, I think the Ravens shot themselves in the foot more than more than they were beaten up by Kansas City. I mean, come on, dude. They shot themselves really- in the foot, dude. They Listen, had a rough way Lamar to go dance. in their first two yeah. possessions. Kansas City came out, they dominated the line of scrimmage. But then as the, as it played in, it was a closer game than that. And in the second was, half, they they,
1: they drove the ball really nice yeah, in the second half. Yeah, they were. It's not like they the Chiefs didn't well, score. The Chiefs didn't the Chiefs were shut out in the it was 17-10, yeah. right? They didn't they didn't score. Or 17-14. After, they
2: didn't score the second half.
1: They didn't score. No. What was the final score in that game? 17 17-10. 17-10. They literally had shut the Chiefs out in the second half. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah, they commanders. shut each other out. higher commanders. What
2: was that, Sam?
0: They shut each other out besides the Baltimore field goal in the second half.
2: Right. And Which... that's what happens when you fumble the ball through the fucking end zone.
1: That game was so good you know? in the hey, first it, half, too. Hey, it
2: was a it was a hard fought game, a little sloppy at times, but you know, you expect more out of Lamar Jackson. I, I totally agree. I expected yeah. more out of him. I expected him to be fucking the MVP
1: on that stage, and he wasn't. On that stage, you you need more. At the end of the day, you need more out of Lamar Jackson, even if it's just a little more. You need you needed more out of Lamar Jackson. And that was ultimately the difference. Absolutely,
2: because Mahomes yeah. wasn't.
1: He didn't play out like no. It wasn't, was. It's not a game ball. we circle for Mahomes yesterday. They're doing it the way they've been doing it. They're running the ball.
2: I know? I just thought I I thought Baltimore should have ran the ball more. Instead of leaving it up to Lamar to just run around and wait for somebody to get open downfield, that was dog shit. That's the offensive coordinator there. That was dog shit bullshit.
0: For the record, Lamar Jackson has twelve—count them twelve—turnovers in his six playoff games to nine total touchdowns. For the record. say that again. He has six fumbles and six INTs. In his playoff career, to yeah. nine total touchdowns.
2: That's not good.
0: And a QBR of 72. I think
2: Brett Favre had more more uh, turnovers in the playoffs than he did. So, But Brett Favre also won a fucking Super Bowl. So. Amen. Yeah. So, the story is written now. So you got both of these teams going to Vegas to play. A lot of coaching shit going on right now. I heard Ben Johnson and uh, uh, what's his name, the defensive coordinator, are both going to Seattle today. The Seattle's interviews.
1: coming here. Seattle's coming here. They have, oh, they for have, interviews. for yeah. yeah. In, in person. They're
2: in doing person in book. person here in Detroit. That's mm-hmm. nice.
1: Uh, right. Ben, the only the only imminent concern is Ben. They they say that the commanders have been waiting for Ben Johnson, but correct. They might decide. You know, they're That's still tomorrow. casting their net, and they might decide we don't like what we saw from Ben Johnson yesterday. And and Mike McDonald is also a finalist. And Mike McDonald's been painting a Rembrandt all year, including yesterday. He was pretty decent yesterday, with holding the Chiefs to seventeen points. So they may they may make a decision, and Mike McDonald wouldn't have to go far. He's already in Maryland, so. Um, but yep. it, it sounds like their ownership has liked Ben Johnson from the start, and it's his job to lose. So we'll see how these second interviews go. Every every finalist, there's no finalist coaches on the Chiefs or 49ers staff. No one on their staffs have interviewed for for the Seattle or Washington jobs.
2: I thought that, uh, that coordinator for the Niners
1: did. Steve Wilkes, the yeah. coordinator? No.
2: No, the offensive coordinator.
1: I thought Kyle Shanahan calls the plays.
2: No, but their coordinator. I don't Regardless. Anyway.
1: Regardless. There's um Like I said. A lot to like.
2: We'll see what happens. I, I, I just want to see uh you know, Ben Johnson have good luck. Good luck to you, bud. That's all I could say. Good luck.
1: I want Ben Johnson to stay.
2: I don't.
0: I think he does stay to be honest with you. I don't think he's going anywhere.
1: I wouldn't not, be shocked. Go ahead. We've cut you off the entire day. Go ahead.
0: I think there's a part of him that probably wants to try to run it back. And I, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I don't Does he really strike you as a as the solid head coach? Does he does he strike you as a true head coach? I think he's going to be one of those guys that's better off an offensive coordinator. For some reason, I think that the fact that Washington wasn't all over it today, like we expected them to be, kind of says something to that narrative.
2: I think Aaron Glenn's a better prospect than he is for a
1: head coach. Yeah, yeah. Aaron Aaron Glenn's we're a motivator of a motivator of men. Uh, we just don't we don't know that because we're not in the locker room and we don't hear enough about Ben Johnson. People have been saying it for years that he's a good leader. Now that I haven't seen it. Um, so I I know, like, as my, I I don't want to say, like, I wholeheartedly disagree with what you're saying. I know your sentiment and where you're coming from. And I wouldn't be shocked if they're sitting there right now licking their chops thinking we should run it back. I think Aaron Glenn's going to be back. I know he's got the in-person with Seattle, but I, th- I truly believe Aaron Glenn's going to be back. And uh, I wouldn't be shocked if Ben Johnson waits one more year. Is Washington that good of a job to leave for? Is it that like everyone else has turned it down and their their process hasn't been great? So is it really the job if that is that the job you want to leave for? I think Who there were the better only jobs. guy
2: capable of going into Washington and turning that around. I mean, let's be honest.
1: Bill Belichick. It's not a
2: guy who's not got any head coaching experience. You you can't do that to one of these young guys. You'll fucking ruin them. You need somebody that has experience of rabel somebody that that's been a head coach. Otherwise, you're fucked.
1: I agree. I
0: agree. I think Vrabel's the perfect guy for that Washington job. I think you have to bring in a Vrabel or a Vilichek. I, I agree 1,000% with you. Vrabel somebody with,
1: with both jobs.
0: Yeah. You're walking into a shit show in Washington, and you need a guy. You don't want the guy who walks into the shit show for it to be his first rodeo. You want somebody to go there and kind of sweep up the mess that's already been there before.
2: Right. And I think the Seattle job is actually a lot better than that. I mean, you're walking into a team that All you really need is uh a quarterback. I mean, you got a solid defense, good good receivers, good all you know, good running backs. All you gotta do is go in there and get yourself a quarterback that can actually uh be consistent and then you're all right. Yeah.
0: I what do you think? Uh, the, the, to me, the Washington job is, is not what I would leave for if I was Ben Johnson. Not when, you, not when you're going into another year with Super Bowl potential and you walk out the door to go essentially put yourself in the guillotine. Because, I mean, that ownership group in Washington, they're going to want results. and They're going to want results quickly. I don't think they're going to offer somebody a five-year deal like a lot of these other teams have. I don't think you'll have that long of a leash like these other teams have. I think that they saw flashes this year of what they could be. And I don't think there's they're that close. I, again, I mean, going into next year, I don't think any of us think that Washington is really competing in that division. So if I'm Ben Johnson, I'm hesitant about that job, not as hesitant about Seattle. Cause I kind of agree with you there too. I think that they're, they're realistically, if Geno Smith is gone, they're a quarterback away, which I think that's what's going to end up happening. Um, and you could actually build something there. Washington, seems like such a mess that i don't know i really think you're going to want veteran leadership personally and if i'm ben johnson right like if if detroit's going to keep me and you're going to have you have the chance to run this back you know if they go out and get some offensive line, they have to do things and we'll talk about that throughout the next month but they got to do things in the draft process to strengthen this up and maybe real Ben Johnson in a little bit and help him out with his third quarter woes. And he would, they would be well on their way to the exact same spot they were this year, as Zolo said.
2: Listen, so I don't guys... have an issue if he stays.
0: And if he goes, I think that his heir apparent would be a very good fit. Either way, I'm not too concerned about the offensive coordinator situation.
2: Yeah, I, I just, you know what? All these guys have done a good job in Detroit here. They've, uh, They've they've done a decent job here. They developed as young guys, and that's something that the coaching staffs in the past have been not able to do. And that's developed their draft picks, develop these guys. McNeil's developed, uh, developing real nice. They got some guys that are here that can play football. They just got to continue to develop their uh, their skill level, and that that's gonna be huge for them. It's gonna be huge for them now. Whether. Uh, Ben Johnson is here, or or any of these guys are left here. It's it's irrelevant. I mean, you still got to continue to bring guys in to teach these guys to uh, that are going to be crucial for the development of them.
0: Amen to that. Yeah. Amen to that. Um, how do we feel about this Kansas City situation? I know we talked about it briefly last week, but. You think if Andy Reid wins this one, he's done?
2: I think so. I think he's had enough. Doesn't look like he wants to coach anymore, to be honest with you.
1: How old is he? 60, what?
2: I don't know how old he is. He's not in the greatest of shape. He looks He'll like he needs to just go eat a burger boost, somewhere, sit on a beach.
1: Right now, I don't. You don't think he's done? No. I, think done. I don't think Kelsey's done anymore. I I did a couple he's, weeks he's ago. Retiring. I don't think he's done anymore though.
2: He's already said he's retiring with his brother.
1: Where did he say that?
2: He said that he's retiring with his brother. I've never he said heard. that last week. He did not he say, say that. that. Oh, I th- I thought I had seen that that he said he was no. going to retire. I Listen, seen a little fucking see I've seen 20. a glimpse of it
1: i didn't actually read it. i think especially if they win the super bowl which is not it's totally in the realm of the boss of, of possibility that they could win the super bowl i think kelsey could look at Mahomes and be like you know i'm playing a position that has longevity guys can play close to 40 if their brains aren't mush and yeah this year sucked but all it proved was in a year that sucks we could still win a super bowl let's see what else we can do with a team that might be better and healthier next year i think that that's what, what that's trending towards with kelsey is that an odd take
0: no like i could see uh i could see a situation where they run it one more time like i could definitely see that but i i could all, i would also not be shocked because if we want to break this down like this yeah, Kelsey's best three games of the year have been these three playoff games. Like, realistically, that's what it is. So, wow, how it was banged that one
2: was weekend still... at tight end? Chicago. Tight end, whatever. He had a huge game.
1: He was good against Chicago. <laughs> the first Taylor Swift game, TS1.
0: How banged up was he or disconnected or whatever all year to where the Chiefs didn't have a, a shitty season? Like, a, a shitty season by Chiefs standards. Like, what was going on? Because Travis Kelsey's never been that guy who turns it on and off, and it was off for a good portion of this year.
2: Yeah, but I think by him have not having the huge games helped uh, Rice to develop.
1: Because the Mahomes
2: was actually looking for him.
1: Imagine an an extra year with Rice. They go find an, another tackle to replace whoever's on the right side there. You get an extra year with Rice, who's, who's his, his sophomore year. He's a year later. You still have Kelsey, okay? You go find another receiver, which they've needed all year. You have Pacheco, or whoever else is running behind that line. Like, wh- why wouldn't they want to? Hey, let's maybe run it back again. Why wouldn't they want to do that? You know, that's just my two cents. Randy like
0: read gone. That changes a lot of things, I think, for a lot of people. But if there's con- so if there's
1: continuity with the staff, like when Jimmy Johnson was gone, that they, they didn't pack it up with Barry Switzer, they fucking started running it again. You no, know, will
0: mean, yeah. give Spagnolo that. He's that able to win
1: job. it. What Would you say about Spagnolo? I think he'd get the
0: head coaching job.
1: Yeah. You know, you Might, promote from within. Maybe. You promote from within,
2: unless somebody else decides to go there.
0: He wouldn't do that to me. He wouldn't make me root for them.
2: Maybe Nick Saban? Maybe Bill Belichick? What better situation for him to walk into than that if Reed decides he wants to leave?
0: Yeah, but I don't think Bill Belichick would do that to me.
2: He wouldn't make me
0: root for the Chiefs.
2: They're two different guys. Him and Andy Reed are two different animals there.
0: Mahomes and him would not. Anyways, does anybody have anything else to add for
2: today? I'm good. Pretty much sums it up. I mean, I don't know. What else we say here?
0: Amen to that. And with that, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Tip Balls Podcast. Make sure to follow our socials, Instagram and Twitter at Tip Balls, TikTok at Tip Balls Podcast. If you're listening to us on Apple Music or Spotify, make sure to check us out on YouTube and remember to subscribe and ring the bell so you know when we go live. Join us in the chat and talk us up Monday and Friday between 4.30 and 5. Thank you so much for listening. We will be back on Friday with a little Super Bowl talk, wrap up some coaching carousel stuff, talk about the Lions' future a little bit, and then before you know it, it's time to get in the draft. So stick with us. We'll see you on Friday.